This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether you're tuned in on the 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, even if we are streaming live on YouTube. Thank you so much for connecting today. Appreciate you guys. And hey, listen, I'm going to make it worth your while because we've got the Champions League. Whew. The final's over. Bayern Munich have won. We're going to break it down right here on the Halftime Show. Also, Dillian White loses to Povetkin. I was speaking to his coach as well. They really gutted. They were inches away from getting a victory there. Um, we've also got, are we overtraining? Has lockdown affected our mentality? And what are we striving to achieve in health and fitness? And also going to give a special couple of shout-outs on the Instagram live, Imruni, awesome Mario, our guy Mario, Super Mario, Maria, Almas, and everyone. Is the YouTube stream not working? I should think so, Maria. I'm going to check out right now. Flo Galindez as well. Who else? We've got KV Green, Isa, and YRB. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to make it worth your while, I promise, right after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> Sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm so happy that we are here together today. And I'll tell you one thing. I've got a lot of people jumping on the Champions League. But listen, you're going to have to wait till the second segment because I've got plenty of things lined up for you once we get into that. But firstly, one of um, one of our friends on the show, on the Halftime Show, uh, who, Mr. Dave Coldwell, one of the best coaches in the world, uh, has come on the show before I was talking to him because his fighter, Dillian White, was fighting against Povetkin. Now, boxing fans always tell me, Omar, you're so into boxing. You love your boxing, but you don't talk about it enough. Well, you know what? I'm going to talk about it now. And this is how it's going to be. Uh, Dillian White was very, very close. For those that didn't watch it, it was about 2 a.m. UAE time. Uh, I, was, I struggled to stay up for that, but I did stay up for it. And I was watching the fight. Now, Dillian White lost to Povetkin. And Dillian White's someone that has you know, uh, very gracefully learned along the way in his journey, in his boxing journey. Like it, They call him the body snatcher for a reason. And he's someone that has fought the best of the best and never, ever shrugged away from it. And actually, instead of waiting for a championship fight, he thought he'd get active and work on it. And that's something that I really respected him. I was speaking to his coach, David Caldwell, uh, who was on the show recently. And I was asking, you know, how are you feeling? How's ex- how, how is the experience? He said, it's brilliant. We're ready. We're good to go. Now, unfortunately, in boxing, especially in the heavyweight division, you know that it just takes one punch, especially when you get to that level that could cost you. And I was watching that fight and I watched it again and I watched the highlights and especially the different types of feints that were going in throughout the fight was interesting. But Dillian White looked comfortable. He looked someone that would have definitely, you know, won this fight. He knocked Povetkin down twice in one round 
only to come out the round after. And it's it's a huge risk when you're fighting someone like Dillian White, especially because of his right hand. Now, Povetkin slipped to his left to the favoured hand of Dillian White and shot the uppercut while Dillian White expected a hook and therefore covered the wrong angle, which then knocked him out. And, you know, these things, especially when it comes to boxing, and I was speaking to Coach Ryan yesterday. Uh, <laughs> he keeps calling it po- Pulse 95 instead of Pulse. So, Ryan, if you are listening, <laughs> it's Pulse 95. Um, he was telling me as well, it's a huge risk to take, especially at that angle. And people were criticising Povetkin in, in the sense that, you know, he's, he's reached his 40s you know he's a bit he's a bit old now however that one punch was a brilliant shot very very intricate in the way he landed that uppercut especially with the couple of feints he had prior to that and being knocked down twice but I guess that's what a champion is so with that I was speaking to you know um, you know Dave Caldwell and he was telling me that they've devastated at the camp now but a rematch should be on the cards and this year so hey listen we might not have to wait that long for a rematch because it wasn't his claws now he did get one behind the ear and one in the chin for for White when he was facing Povetkin it's very very smart boxing until that lapse of concentration and when listening to him after that we did hear him say you know what I'm fit I'm ready to go let's go, let's do it let's go again let's go round or round two or rematch with Povetkin and you know what I do believe in, uh, in, in Dillian White's ability and I also believe in his intelligence which he doesn't always get credit for especially being at Loughborough and for those that don't know Loughborough University is one of the if not the best sports university in Europe and when it comes down to investing in their athletes they do that incredibly and uh, having been from the UK myself it was always one we appreciated it's outside of London so it's all focus all heads down all mindset on the sport that you want to get into now Dylan White what is involved in boxing and has gone out and has trained there for a long time and now he's incorporated the skills of David Colwell so I hope you I hope you uh, you get back on track Dillian and I hope we see you beat Povetkin in the rematch but Speaking about matches, coming up next, the Champions League final. Yes, you're all tuned in now and you're all asking about Neymar. That's coming up right after this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire that's what a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm just catching up with all the comments on the Instagram live at Omar Duri and Pulse 95 Radio. People are going mad over the Champions League, and rightfully so. What a final it was. What did you think of it? I know a lot of fans were saying pre that Bayern Munich were the favourites, and rightfully so, having come into this game 11 out of 11 games, or sorry, 10 out of 10 games before the final, it was something that Bayern Munich were the favourites. But the question is, had they peaked too early? Now, having a look at this game, even though it was only 1-0, quite deceiving on the scoreline, I was very impressed with the quality of play on both sides. Having said that, there were a few things we picked up on because this game was matched out to be a crazy game. All scoring, crazy numbers. However, there was mixed reviews on certain superstars from the game. And that would have been Neymar. was definitely one person that... And I said this to my wife earlier. Actually, we were talking about it over breakfast this morning. She said to me she'd like to see how many kilometers he covered on the pitch. And it's a very, very good point because we don't often 
We don't often link superstars with hard work. But I have to say yesterday, despite people saying he was ineffective, the amount of ground he covered, especially on the press, when the ball went back to the goalkeeper, he knew that Manuel Neuer likes to play with the football and likes to be an outfield player as well, so he pressed him heavily. However, his other two counterparts in Di Maria and Mbappe failed to close down the press higher up in the pitch, which already started to get them tired. And as we saw, it was a game of two halves. The first half, PSG should have been a couple of goals up. Yes, there was uh, a penalty that should have happened. Where was VAR yesterday? That's another story. When we saw the decisions, normally VAR would intervene. There would be decisions. Yesterday, it was almost like VAR were on holiday because I didn't see anything reviewed or at least taking the time to review the situation. Now, Bayern played a very smart game to start off with. However, PSG to take the courage to be able to play and have the personality and character to play through the lines was very impressive. However, I do have to take you back and say, since COVID hit and since the restart of football has started, Bayern Munich have had enough games under their belt to be able to bide themselves throughout the 90 minutes. PSG, uh, especially in France, their league had ended and apart from a cup final, they really were in cruise control and it showed in the second half because they came out of the blocks in the first half and should have been up, especially with Neymar, Mbappe and Di Maria causing havoc amongst the back four. Now, we did mention that if Alfonso Davis was to get cautioned in that game, would he switch Di Maria and Mbappe to be able to try and cause problems defensively for, Alva, for um, Alfonso Davis rather than on the back foot? And that was interesting because once he was on a yellow card, Tuchel did take his time and switch the two. However, the, um, I could say that Mbappe was out of the game. Now, Bayern were unlucky not to get a penalty. Decision to play Coleman was very successful, especially being that Coleman is a PSG Academy graduate who had played his applied his trade out there in France and also been someone who has been on the fringes in and out of the team over the last couple of years. He got a spot-on flick in playing him on the left side, which caused so much problems for the right back in having that. Mbappe had a chance to score. He wasn't really at the races. Some say he was still injured. Herrera was outstanding, and I'm surprised to see him get taken off. Now, as soon as the second half kicked off, you could tell Bayern almost had a preseason. That's what I was talking about as soon as the project restart came back. Bayern had quite a few games to shake off the cobwebs, and they looked the much stronger side. PSG, especially with their league cancelled, you can tell they were a bit leggy. They weren't at the at the races. However, what I will say is that when we saw the game, it could have gone either way. Anyone that says that this would have been a dominating game, a 4 or a 5-0, was definitely, definitely mistaken because PSG had missed their chances in the first half only to see Bayern come out stronger as the half proceeded. Now, one person that deserves a lot of praise is Manuel Neuer. Now, we often talk about Ballon d'Ors and we often talk about the Ronaldos and Messi's of this world, but something now, a little bit of a goalkeeper appreciation message here where normally goalkeepers don't get the credit. Now, Manuel Neuer has not just come on the scene, he's been on the scene for a very long time, but the consistency and the manner in which he spreads his body, very similar to a handball, I hope Ronaldo's watching, very similar to a handball goalkeeper, the way they open up their body and especially bring the right knee down when it comes to closing down. And that's why he made the goal so much smaller and very, very difficult to beat, keeping a clean sheet. Surely deserved man of the match, along with 
Tiago Alcantara. Now, one of my favorite players in the world right now, who has been on the scene for a while as well, and has talked about going to Liverpool. Liverpool fans, if you are there, you're in for a treat, because he is a baller. Now, saying that, Thiago was outstanding. Also, an appreciation for the coach. We don't often give the coach the credit when it comes down to superstar teams. Flick was an assistant manager who's come on board, cleaned up the mess of Bayern Munich, managed huge egos, which is a huge part of coaching, and won a Champions League. He was assistant to Kovacic, and he has come on now and got that under his belt. What is next for uh, Hans Flick, especially with the board of directors and the expectation from all those people. So there you have it, a quick roundup of how the game went. Shout out to my boy, Ryan, Ruthless Ryan from RBO, and of course, his other half, Abby. And that was the Champions League. But what did you make of the game? I see everyone giving Neymar a bit of stick. I see people saying that Di Maria was good or not, and Mbappe wasn't at the races. What did you think? And who's going to win it next year? Text us on 421 five it's a lot or do or slide into the dms at omar Dury on pulse 95 radio coming up next are we overtraining and if so is that due to the restart after covid stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar Dury on pulse 95 oh he left this is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri, your host covering everything sport, international, local. We still got people talking about the Champions League. Everyone's going crazy, even though we spoke about it in segment two. Uh, my man, Hannibal, please come into the room. Ask me about Neymar. Ask me about Messi. I've got Almas saying Kingsley Coleman said Alfonso Davis is faster than Mbappe. Maybe so, but then again, they are teammates. Um, Kasim says Ronaldo is different. Peak Messi would have to change or adapt a new physical and mental approach to football when getting old. Very good. And actually, we are talking about this is the fitness segment when it comes down to health we are talking about training now since covid a lot of things have come to the surface among those things that have come to the surface is training and a lot of people have appreciated facilities and gyms and equipment a lot more with people hiking up the prices of equipment now saying that because of that people have now had this this bug or this urge to get back in the gym bugs probably not the right word <laughs> but urge of get back in the gym and since they're getting back into the gym they're talking about you know we need to train we, can, we have to take advantage of this now you know we never know if there will be you know some another lockdown another you know strike or whatever so people are going in the training hard doing all this kind of stuff however are we overtraining and has lockdown affected our mentality if there isn't a program or a plan or a coach or a practitioner that you trust how do we know if we're not overdoing it when you don't really know how far you can push yourself and how far is safe to push yourself and that's that's kind of the the, the topic of the day i'm talking about overtraining what are the signs of overtraining and how do we realize when we need to break and a lot of the times momentum is key some people find it a lot more difficult to kind of 
get into a routine and when they do they don't, they're scared of falling off it now one of the things we have to eliminate and eradicate from the situation is fear fear of losing out or fear of missing out for the youngsters um, the idea here is to kind of have a plan in place and I always talk about this on the show when it comes down to programming have something in place plan out your week weekly or even bi-weekly or even monthly put things together look at what you want to achieve whether it's aesthetics whether it's performance put that into check and reset that button and that's exactly how everything has kind of fallen almost in overcharge since you know slowly gradually respecting social distancing we've returned back to facilities or gyms and started training now in training that has been the case for a lot of people who've messaged me or sent me you know dms and, and asked me you know i'm feeling sore i'm feeling is this okay is this all right am i overdoing it and often something with recovery is a huge thing and that's something which leads to overtraining. the lack of recovery and the lack of having that discipline to be able to take a step back and then take two steps forward rather than trying to you know work through it uh, one of the best coaches for us Zahabi uh, he is for some of you that don't know he is um, George St. Pierre's uh, coach uh, out in Canada one of the best in the business and he was talking about something that I mentioned in my book as well Reset which was flow state training and that was being able to train at 60-70% throughout the week rather than going 100% every time and risking injury risking getting into that red zone so that's that's the topic of the day what do you guys think have, have you guys been overtraining if so have you seen any signs of it 4215 or slide into the DMs at Omar Duri and let me know what's going on coming up next we answer your questions we speak about what's coming up this week and we cover the topics we went over today if you have anything shoot them my way I'll be right back after this this is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri on Oh he loves this is the halftime show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Salam, welcome back to the halftime show with Umar Adouri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, and local. How are we doing today? We, we've recovered from yesterday, the Champions League final. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing. It's only a week and we're back into into the game and we've also got the UAE league happening, the Indian World Cup is happening, cricket as well. We've got so many things on point right now in the world of sport. And you know what, for a while we had three months without it. A couple of questions coming in here on the Instagram live. Let's have a look. In regards to overtraining, youth club coaches need to teach proper stretching and recovery. And if you remember, uh, last week I had uh, a very talented young footballer by the name of Almas who uh, who plays here out in the UAE and was actually like brought up in Sharjah or born in Sharjah and uh, went to Denver and came back here now in the UAE and now she's she's working and playing at the highest level she can hopefully will go higher and higher with her so shout out to Almaz and the family for tuning in recovery is a huge thing and it's not just important for us to kind of educate the youth but it's also important for us to be able to get them in the right mindset of how to slow things down to be able to go faster you know it's it's really really important especially as we've all made the mistakes young 
to to kind of you know keep going and you know we can get away with it so we'll eat whatever we want and we'll train as, as many times play play you know the sport we love you know a couple times a day even because we could but what happens is it builds habits and in building habits that causes the body to react a certain way restricting us to reach our full potential but we don't know that because we're in it and because we're kind of young at that point and thinking that you know we're fine we're indispensable then it kicks in later on as you get you know imbalances and and uh, injuries and, uh, and a lot of kind of complications it kind of kicks in at that point so yeah Almas makes a very good point and it's one of those things that with recovery there's a lot of fine hacks you can have to implement in your lifestyle to be able to kind of prevent rather than worry about curing the case and that's another thing I speak about on the show quite a bit I speak about prevention over cure because it's kind of boring to do prevention exercises or strength exercises that are going to help you that are more patient and not as cool for the gram or TikTok in now in these days and by the way Almas I still haven't been coached by you how to use a TikTok see I even say the TikTok TikTok <laughs> you gotta let me know you know um, what I need to do because I got the director on my case and I haven't done that yet so um, so yeah so that's that's one of the cases I was talking about earlier regarding overtraining and also maybe a lack of planning as well I think that's something that we tend to kind of go with some people by the way react and respond a lot better to listening to their body which is also okay as long as in the month or in the year you have you know a goal that you can kind of achieve or try and aspire to get to and I think that's what it comes down to it comes down to the the element of programming or planning and also just being a better version of yourself without really looking on your right or your left um, I did a, a cool podcast with uh, Namir and Leith actually from um, Stay in Your Lane and they were talking to me and asking me about the different types of athletes that I've worked with or, or coaches that I've worked with and sometimes you know you take a bit of everyone and you kind of add those flavors in a pot and you make it your own and that's kind of the best way rather than looking on your right or your left to be able to you know worry about what everyone else is doing and I think that's such a that's a, such a huge you know skill to be able to have to adapt we spoke about some of the best coaches in the world adapting to other coaches approaches who have come from different leagues different backgrounds different degrees and different experiences and that's something that you know you can never have enough of especially when it comes down to travel we spoke about the sh- on the show as well especially following covid a lot of people have kind of almost appreciated or valued you know experiences more like traveling like being able to go to retreats or go to different camps and changing your environment and that's that's another huge huge thing that we kind of look at when it comes down to styles and and different approaches on principles of training very very key um alma says i'm definitely still adjusting to this new climate workspace and people mom says hi and thanks of course we love mom angelica she's um She's awesome. We had her on the show as well. And uh, and I teased her a little bit because she said soccer instead of football. But apart from that, she's awesome. And Almas, you are very lucky to have mom and dad, um, you know, supporting you 100%. So shout out to you guys for that. Um, it, it is something that, you know, a lot of the times, a lot of the times we neglect. And I say that wholeheartedly because we all do those mistakes. But then when it comes to coaches having experienced that, they're then able to pass that knowledge, especially if it's cost their careers. You know, how many times do you hear people saying, I could have, I should have, I would have. That's why I tell my wife all the time. I tell Maria, you know, seize the opportunity. Get yourself ready. Preparation. When it meets opportunity, that is the road to success. And that's that's uh, that's the reality of it. Now, we have reached... 
full time on the halftime show. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Remember, you can catch it every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, three to four. And you have some incredible guests on, and you can also catch the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Rami. Or even if you prefer a visual, you got us on YouTube on Pulse ninety five Radio. Hope you have an incredible day. I will see you on Wednesday, inshallah. Have a blessed day and take it easy. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.